Welcome to episode 16 of the uh, podcast. I'm your host, First and Gold. I apologize for last week. You know, a couple people in the, in the family was under the weather and, st- and whatnot. Um, but back at it. Back, I'm back at it, ready to go. Ready to take care of some business. I'm ready to give y'all my personal opinion, my, my how I feel about the NFL this week, this uh, this past week. We gonna skip Monday night's game of the Ravens and Saints. We um, I'm gonna put it this way: I got the Ravens. Regardless of who wins, we'll talk about that. You know, in the ne- in the next episode, um, we're gonna leave them out for right now. Usually, I wait to Tuesday to do the NFL because of Monday night. But right now, I got some stuff to get off my chest. It's been a week, and trust me, when you when you don't do a podcast for a full week, and then you come back the next week the, after the Sunday they just got done playing the Monday night game of that that's playing of that this this particular week. Don't even matter. It don't even matter who playing. It could be a big ass game. It don't matter. It don't matter who playing. But the point I'm getting at, let's get into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is NFL time. We will talk about college football in the next episode. In episode seven, seventeen, when the, after the rankings come out, that will more likely probably be a night show for me. Um, I'm gonna try to get it together. If I don't do it that night, I would definitely do it the ne- that next day, the next actual day. And stuff like that. But that episode is coming soon. Stay tuned for that. Because I got some fire for that one. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Listen. Listen. We ain't going to talk about what happened last week. We're going to talk about what happened in the present. Necessarily, you know, the present week of college. I mean, the present week of NFL, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Week week nine is about to be officially closed after the Monday night game tonight against the Ravens and the Saints, and so we're going to start with Tuesday's game. I always want to give you my one thought, and I'm going to give you my honest, honest opinion. Don't don't be like you're a hater. You're Sometimes the truth hurts. And I'll I be, hey, I will be honest about my team. And speaking about my team, let's start off with my team. We were on a bye week. Congratulations, y'all. I ain't got much to talk about them other than Hey guys, get healthy and guess what? Rogers, come out and play. We coming, we coming. All right. With that being said, that's next week. I'll get more into that. That's not, that's that's next week's episode. We, we yeah. Let's get into it. Thursday night's game was against the Eagles and the Texans. Let's get into it. My one thought of that game is this. Whew. Well, let's be honest. Uh, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles. They they eight and zero. They eight and zero for the first time in, in franchise history. And let me just broaden hey broaden your perspective. What I'm about to say, they bored as fuck. They bored as hell right now. The Philadelphia Eagles is very very bored. I'm being so serious when I say this. I think that I'm gonna say this. They already pretty much they they have beaten up the the Minnesota Vikings, so Minnesota Vikings needs them to lose two need Philadelphia to lose two games to get the number one seed, regardless what happens for the rest of the season. So yeah, to me the only matchup they're gonna really truly have they're gonna have two legit matchups. One of them, one of them have a quarterback, the other one don't. <laughs> uh, but 
the Titans, the, the Cowboys and the Titans, they only two matchups for the rest of the season. They might slip up this weekend against the uh, Commanders, but we, hey, you know, we don't know. We have to wait and see. But let's be, let's be honest. This team is bored, and I think the slip up is coming. But it might not be this week against the Commanders. But but I'm just saying the slip up is coming. This team needs to be woke up. They're bored. They sleepwalking through the season because they're not really getting tested. They played down to the te- to the te- Texans. They just did. They played down to them. You know what I'm saying? They just played down to them. They, like they, they they know they're going to beat them. They know they just they slept walk through that Thursday night game. That's just the honest truth. They slept walk. Jalen Hurts was 21 out of 27 for four. Uh, 243 and two touchdowns. They slept well through that game. Dallas Curry, eight catches, 100 yards, a touchdown. They slept well through that game. Now, the one thing I would say is that defense better tied up that run defense because uh, uh, Damian Pierce had 27 carries for 139. He didn't have a touchdown, but he was carving them up pretty nicely at times during that game. All right, let's get into the Sunday games. Uh, we had the Chargers heading to uh, Hot Atlanta. Uh, close game, good a good victory for the Chargers. They needed, they, they definitely needed one. Uh, so did the Falcons, but the Falcons couldn't, you know, want a late fumble with three minutes left. Pretty much, you know, said deal. Here's my one thought about this game. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, the N- the, the AFC West has tightened up. It's, it's, it's tightened up. Um, the Chiefs, we'll get to them later in the later in this episode, but. My one thought is that the Chargers, they 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 get they what they doing is surviving, survive in advance, survive in advance, survive in advance, survive in advance. But here's my one true real thought for them: Hey, Chargers, you have a capable switchblade running back in Austin Eckler. Use him now. I understand how Alistair Eggler had did two, had two touchdowns in that game, but 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 what 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 a lot of folks don't know in the totality of that game, the Chargers wasn't really running the ball consistently enough to really make teams take you seriously. Run the ball. Run the ball. This might be a theme of the other episode. Truths and consequences is the title of this episode, uh for this uh episode for this podcast. Uh, episode 16 of uh, uh, season three. Truths and consequences. And it might be another truths and consequences type episode coming down the line, down the pipe. But right now, this is part one of truth, truths and consequences for the NFL season. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the Chargers need to run the ball. And it's not even close. It's not even close. They got to run the ball. Uh, Listen, Justin Herbert cannot keep throwing 40 times. Y'all got to run the ball, keep it keep it balanced. I'm telling you right now, when Mike Evans, I mean, excuse me, not Mike Evans, I apologize. When Mike Williams and when the other wide receiver come back, guess what? They're going to be a problem. The Chargers defense is going to lease what Khalil Mack did to <laughs> – what Khalil Mack did to it don't even matter who uh, to uh, to the rookie like he did he took that man's cookies. The defense is going to put you in positions. Offense got to keep it keep it moving. 
You can't be three and out on the worst or the bad type of, hey, at certain times of the game where you should be dominating. Let's move on. My, let's take on Miami, Chicago. Uh, another close, another three point close game uh, on Sunday. And actually, it was probably the most and most entertaining game of the, uh, of, of the slate, of the, especially in the uh, early afternoon slate. Really, really entertaining game. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this. I think we got a showcase of the two young, two of uh, two of the young, you know, young quarterbacks we're gonna see in the next generation that will be part of the top ten list of top quarterbacks. And Tua has. It's growing on a lot of folks. Growing, Tua got 300 yards. Tua got three touchdowns. Justin Fields ran for 15, ran, ran it for 15 times for a buck 75, a buck, I mean, buck 78, excuse me, and a touchdown. Tyree Tyre Hill ran for, the, I mean, caught seven passes for 143 and a touchdown. Which, by the way, Tyreek Hill uh, is on pace to have, on pace and probably won't make, probably will not make this mark, but, he has over he has over 1100 1, yards receiving. He's on pace to have 2200 yards. And if that happens, he will be the MVP of the league if he if it, if, it, if that happens and he's not it I I you can't tell me nothing when I say the bullshit of the of the award for MVP is rigged for quarterbacks. They like if you have like Cooper Cup should have won the award last year. Yeah, I would have been okay if Aaron Donald or uh, T.J. Watt would have won the award as well with Cooper with Cooper Cup last year for MVP. Not a quarterback; it's the best, most valuable player. And right now, we see it for, with the Miami Dolphins. Right now, here's my true one thought about that game: uh, Chicago. I like what y'all doing, but I'm gonna tell you this: this ain't gonna last. Y'all got to get a running game. Y'all got to tighten up that offensive line. Y'all got to. I think y'all got two capable running backs. Problem is, you got, you got to have. You got to be consistent enough to run the ball enough. To, you know to do what you got to do. And honestly, your your quarterback cannot be the one that that uh, uh, outruns the running backs. He can't do it. That's not that's that, that's not a winning formula. It's just not. Justin Fields need more help on on the outsides. Uh, I know that Claypool just got there, but let's be real, Claypool. With Mooney, like y'all need that, Chicago needs another, another receiver. I understand Komet is they tight end. That's cool. You need another receiver. You need somebody to take care of the middle. You got Mooney and and Claypool on the outsides. You have nobody uh, uh, for the middle. Komet, you could double team that. What you gonna do after that? See, that's my point. That's my one thought about that. Congratulations to the Miami Dolphins. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Carolina, Cincinnati. This game was a blowout. This game wasn't even close. This way, this here's my one thought. Here's my true one thought, and I'm going to say this in the most disrespectful way. I said disrespectful way in in meaning respectful way. Um, Lamar, if you don't win tonight, you probably won't win the North. Anybody, anybody paying attention to what, what Cincinnati doing? They getting healthy. They running the ball. Oh, let me repeat, repeat that. What I said earlier in the episode. They're running the ball. Joe, that's my one thought. They're running the ball. Cincinnati is running the ball with with 
with the fact that understanding that they are they don't have their number one receiver in play. Joe Burrow did not necessarily have to throw 40 some times in this game to win the game. Oh, I forgot. Joe Mixon's actually a weapon that can run the ball 22 times for a buck, six, a buck 53 and a touchdown. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He had a receiving touchdown on top of that, which was Joe Burrow's one, one touchdown came from. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jamar Chase will be back later on this season. But as as a constructively right now, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, hey, lean on that run. You got you rebuilt that offensive line for a reason. Keep Joe Burrow off the grass and run the ball. Matter of fact, the best way to keep Joe Burrow off the grass is to run the ball. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, just saying. Uh Green Bay, Detroit. Let me tell you right now. Uh I don't know anybody, I don't know if anybody up to see this coming or not. Well, I did. Well, let me predict that. Technically, I didn't, but I gave Green Bay the bid for that. I was like, okay, Detroit ain't about to win this game. You know, pretty much they reeling. Detroit's Detroit. We know what's going about that, blah, blah, blah. Detroit fired they, they secondary, they D-backs coach six days ago. Six, seven days ago. They held, they held Green Bay to nine points. This is the worst defense in in the NFL right now, the worst defense. And ladies and gentlemen, as we speak, while I'm on the pod, uh, episode right now, because matter of fact, we're going to get to that in a second. We got breaking news. And the team on the breaking news we got to talk about is the next team, we, next team we're going to end up talking about anyway. Because I called it and I told one, I told two people in a text message. Told them what was going to happen, but we're going to get to that in a second. Hold that thought right now. But let me finish with Green Bay real quick. Uh, one of my one thought for the Green Bay Packers losing to the Detroit Lions is this. Um, Green Bay, I think y'all are done. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dallas is coming this weekend in Lambeau. And I'm going to stand, you know, I understand Dallas, Green Bay, robbery. They hate each other. I understand that uh, CD and uh, uh, Jai Alexander will be matched up on each other, which is fine. Um, I understand that Green Bay has some injuries. Uh, uh, Rashawn Gary out for the season. Uh, they also lost another person on defense. Not sure if more likely he's probably gonna, not going to play next uh, in this game too. Oh, yeah, Romeo Dobbs pretty much out for this week. We're going to just put him out for this week at least. Uh, I think the stance of his injury hasn't came out yet, just completely out yet, you know, to say that how long he's going to be out. But I'm pretty sure he's out for this coming up game because guess what? Dallas going to get in that ass and they going to – boy, let me tell you this. Green Bay, you ain't got a shot in hell. I think you're done. I think Dallas going to necessarily – I think you're in – Green Bay Bay Packers in the coffin right now. Dallas about to put the nail in there and throw the hammer down like, like Thor. That's what's about to happen Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's about to happen. So get ready. I ain't saying Dallas going to blow out Green Bay, but I'm going to say this. Green Bay losing next week, and it's going to be, guess what, six straight. They lost five straight. They lost their fifth straight game with Detroit. Six going to be with Dallas. Ladies and gentlemen, Green Bay done, and I think Aaron Rodgers probably going to say do one or two things. 
He's going to cry his way all the way through the rest of the season, which he's probably going to do anyway because he's doing it now. Or I could see Aaron Rodgers retiring and never coming back. With that being said, let's get to my breaking news and the team we're about to get ready to talk about. It is the, it is the New England Patriots t- took on a team that I thought they coach was going to get fired. And I called it yesterday afternoon during their game when they had negative two yards in the first quarter. Listen to me. There are teams that probably never get a first down, gather up yards enough to have a first down. But you're telling me you couldn't get 10 yards in the first quarter? Which, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, Frank Wright has been fired from the Indianapolis Colts, which I have called that. I said Frank Wright ain't going to make it. To, he's not going to make it to Black, Friday, Black Monday. Black Monday. What I mean by Black Monday, Black Monday is the Monday right after the season where usually coaches get fired or coaches decide to resign. But either way, we knew Frank Wright was – his brain was on the wall. I told – I told – he know who he is – but I told a couple people, I told this one particular person, they said, no, it ain't Frank's fault, whatever. No, nah, I don't want to hear that. Frank had three years of disappointments, and really two and a half, honestly, because this season wasn't even fully out yet. Frank had th- two and a half years of disappointment. He had one year of Philip Rivers, old Philip Rivers, uh, got them in the playoffs, but pretty much was enough. It was enough, and they were like, "All right, we want quarterback away." So they decided to go get Carson Wentz. Jacksonville put them out in weeks eighteen last year with Jonathan Williams and that office. Well, excuse me, Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line was balling. And anybody was going to play them in the playoffs last year with Jonathan Taylor balling like he was last year was going to be a scary thought. But they couldn't get in the play. They couldn't get past Jacksonville because Carson Wentz. With Carson Wentz, basically. Then this year Carson Wentz, then they traded Carson Wentz, brought in Matt Ryan, basically basically promised Matt Ryan gonna have a stellar office with a stellar offensive line with a great running game. He ain't got to throw that much. He can just throw about at the very, very maximum, probably about 20 times, and he's going to be good. Jonathan Taylor has been injured not in so far of halfway through the point of this season, majority of this season, <laughs> and they still don't have a, a true number one receiver. Uh, the offensive line been injured. The defense that we thought is dominant is not as dominant no more. And they in the one, and I picked them to win the division by default because I thought Tennessee was going to be trash because the Tannehill was going to regress even worse. Ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee is five and three. Spoiler alert: If you didn't see Sunday night's game, they lost to, lost to Kansas City. Tennessee's five and three, and they're going to win this division by default. That's my one thought for for that's my one thought for for the Patriots and Coast game. It wasn't even the fact that it was born; it was irrelevant. 
of even having this game played. That's how bad this. That's how bad the situation is. Let's move on. We ain't got time to talk about no, no, no. Yeah, we ain't got time to talk about that. But Pat, this what that, that was an indictment to to New England. New England got got a, got a, got that, that, to them. That was a preseason game in the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah, I said it, and that was very disrespectful by saying that. I was being honest. All right. Bills, Jets, let me go ahead and say this. I know one person that's going to hear this podcast, he going he gonna to want me to give praise to the New York Jets. He going to want me to, to not hate on the Jets because the Jets are 6-3. and three. Uh, They did beat the Buffalo Bills. So did the Miami Dolphins. Da 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 da. All right. Let's all right. Now, I will say this. The New York Jets defense is good. Top 10 good. I'm not ready to say top five, but top 10 good. Number two, Sauce Gardner is the best corner in the game. No questions asked. Jalen Ramsey, goodbye. Um, Jair Alexander, you let Stefan Diggs do you in. On last Sunday night. And then you disappeared. With Detroit being Detroit. Goodbye. Even though you did get an exception. But that's Jared Goff. But goodbye. Um, Who else? Trayvon Diggs. Be honest with you. Trayvon Diggs is right there. He's still. He's, he's part, he ain't better. He ain't better than Sauce right now. But but him and Sauce. Really right there next to each other. Top three. Traverius Traverius White hadn't played yet this season. Still in still on the IR. And you know what I'm saying? So really at this very moment, Saucy. <coughs> excuse me. Yes, I'm gonna go there. Saucy Gardner. Ahmad Saucy Gardner putting all that hot sauce on that thing. All the barbecue sauce. All the honey mustard. All the uh ranch. All the uh buffalo sauce. Put all the sauce on there. He going to sauce that thing up. He's the best corner in the game right now. And nobody can say anything otherwise. Now, with that being said, (laughs) with that being said, your offense, and I understand your rookie, Brees Hall, went down. You know, we understand. With that being said, though, I don't trust your quarterback. I think this running game is good, but I think they became suspect to a certain degree, uh, especially with Priestall gone. We, I think the I think the sauce of the offense is 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 on the IR right now and out for the season. Um, Garrett Wilson, is, he's good. Like he ain't average. He's actually. Doing very well as in his rookie year. Just don't trust his quarterback. I'm just being honest. Zach Wilson is not trustable. If you really and if there's people on TV, and I'm not trying to hate, and I'm just being honest with you, Jets fans. I'm just gonna keep a buck with y'all. If you really think y'all are AFC championship worthy, and that means you are Super Bowl contenders. Man, listen. I understand y'all got to the ALC championship with 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 uh uh with butt fumble, <laughs> but we all know 
y'all had a stellar offensive line with a rare with running backs. You had two good running backs. So like we we you know what I'm saying you had you had Braylon Edwards. You also had uh, like like come on now y'all had some y'all had a couple receivers like y'all had an offense that was trustworthy. You just come down to here's the same thing. The conclusion of the two quarterbacks is Zach Wilson and Butt Fumble. You can't trust them. Would it matter? I'm not saying the Jets can't make it to the AFC Championship game, but I'm gonna just keep it 100. History is starting to repeat itself. You better get hold. You better tell Zach Wilson. You better tighten his ass up before he don't see until before the Jets and Joe Douglas be like, all right, look, we might need to draft another quarterback because this kid might not be the dude. All right, Vikings Commanders. Look, another tight game. It was, it, we had a, we had quite a few uh, three point games. Uh, by, by the way, we had a few uh, twenty to seventeen games. In this. So and this is one of them. The, the last game I'm talking about uh, was one of them. This game I'm talking about was twenty to seventeen as well. Um, this was Mr. Icy Kirk, Mr. Icy family member cousins. Homecoming to uh, Washington, um, he did throw an interception, but he made some plays uh, when it really mattered. The fourth quarter, they took care of the fourth quarter by winning, winning the game. Uh, they go to the box scores. They won the fourth quarter 13-7. to So, and they won the first quarter 7-0. So, pretty much that was the game. That was the game. Anything between the second, third, second, third quarter, you know, you know, uh, Washington trying to make it, you know, interesting. But I'm gonna say this: Minnesota is winning close games, and and to be able to be a better team, to be able to, to me, to be a true championship contender team, you gotta win close games. You gotta win those close, uh, ugly, close, ugly throw. You know. You know, standing in the circle with one foot in, throwing haymakers back and forth, tight, ugly wins. Um, Minnesota been doing that lately, and a lot of times they doing it to themselves. Um, most of the time, they are doing it to themselves because there's no reason why they should be in ugly game, should be in ugly win game mode unless the other team throwing haymakers with y'all. But Washington wasn't really throwing haymakers. I understand the ref was in a way with one one touchdown that shouldn't have been a touchdown. Uh, and it was a touchdown, but I'm saying it shouldn't have been a touchdown because uh, it should have been a picked off. It wasn't Harrison Smith that would have picked off. It was the other kid back there too. Uh, I forgot. I don't know his name, but the thing about it is he should have was he was in position to pick that get that pass picked off. And I'm not sure you're gonna run it for a pick six, but the ref was in the way. So Curtis Curtis Samuel got lucky with a touchdown on that right there. So you really think about it, this game should have been twenty to ten. But hey, it, but it is what it is. My one th my one truth though about this is nobody's talking about Minnesota being a being a uh, contender. I understand people going to feel like that they might not be ready, but but let's be real, this team. Is winning. They seven and one. They putting a so big of a lead in, in their division to the point that they going to win a division part by week thirteen. 
We're week, we're gonna be in week ten. <laughs> They're gonna win their division by the the last by the first week of December. Like that's being real. Unless Minnesota, uh, excuse me, unless Chicago start really wins for the next month, like pretty much Minnesota's winning this division. Period. They probably gonna be the first team to clinch their division. Or second team to clinch their vision at the same time. Possibly. It's a possibility. No, I'm saying it right. The first team. Because with Philly being undefeated and Dallas right behind their heels, as well as the New York Giants, both New York Giants and Dallas are 62. Uh, Philly ain't at home. You know, Philly gonna, may have to go all the way to week 17 to win and try to win this division. But possibly week 18, honestly, depending on how the rest of the, you know, because they really going to start, this is the this is the week where they going to see, start seeing a lot of divisional games, like, like play divisional and then another team and play divisional, you know, they're going to start to see a lot of divisional games within the next month and a half. So, just throwing it out there, like, Minnesota, it's, it's really not talked about. And it's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, moving right along. Raiders, Jags. What you want me to say about this game? <laughs> what you want me to say about this game? The Raiders had no excuse losing this game. You go up 20. You was up 20 and 10 at halftime. You had no business losing this game. You wasted Devontae Adams 15 catches for 146 and two touchdowns to lose this game to win. You was up double digits at halftime just to lose this game by seven because your defense, and I, I could easily put it on card because I think he quit. That's, uh, excuse me, 115. I'm sorry. That was 10 catches. For 146, I apologize. 115 catches, but it looks like it was 15 catches. I go. It felt like it was 15 catches. It felt like the fact that you quit throwing Devontae Adams the ball and you tried to run out the clock and try not to play, not to lose the game. At some point, you have to be keep being aggressive. Certain teams like the Jags, they can score. And at any time, the Jags has been in close games that they have lost. The Jags had no business winning this game. Even though I said the Jags are going to be a tough team out. They're going to be a tough team. They're going to be a tough out. You're going to have to play them 60 minutes. The Raiders didn't play 60-minute ball. They didn't score for the rest of the half. They didn't score at since halftime. They went. They the, the rest of the game was seventeen to zero. The defense. Where are you? That's my one thought on that. Seahawks, Cardinals. What you want me to say about this game? Like, it's not even about the Seahawks. This is and this first time this week in the season. This ain't we ain't got to talk about Seattle because it's like, oh, oh, Seattle did what they were supposed to do. They ran the ball. 
They ran the ball. Oh, they threw a play action. Another play action. Ran the ball. Played some good defense. Oh, okay, they gave up the, that score. Okay, they gave up that score too. And then they played some more ball. They ran the ball again. Oh, guess what? Kenneth Skywalker Williams. I'm excuse me. Uh, Kenneth uh, Skywalker. Uh, the third <laughs> ran the ball and he clinched that one with that his second touchdown. Ladies and gentlemen, look, look. This ain't about this this game right here, Seahawks and Cardinals game right here, Sunday. This wasn't even about the Seahawks, this was about the Cardinals. Can I be honest? Y'all season over. Y'all three and six. This season over. Y'all need to figure out what y'all going to do. I think y'all, because y'all didn't make a move at a certain position, or maybe you couldn't because you ain't got no cap space, but you got an expensive old uh, left end. You decided to give away, uh, you decided to give away uh, Chandler Jones to the Raiders. If, if they had Chandler Jones, I think the Cardinals actually have a top 10 defense. Then on top of that, <laughs> with Kyler and that offense with Nuke back, and uh, they might pull up, you know, you know, pull some magic and stuff, uh, stuff like that, and may sneak in the playoffs. I don't see this team making the playoffs. I don't see them going on the road. Going on the road, I can see them going. I can see them eventually going seven and nine, but hell, still ain't in the playoffs. Just to say, hey, we had a, we had, we closed out the season a little better. We fight, figured out, you know, we figured ourselves out. I'm what you want me to say about this game. Congratulations, Seahawks. Y'all, y'all, y'all putting distance because the Rams suck. Um, <laughs> we about to talk about them next, but the Rams suck. Um, the 49ers is the 49ers, and the Seahawks is the Seahawks. Which, what else you want me to say? Speaking about the Rams, let's talk about them. Rams. Rams was on the road to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna just keep it 100. If Todd Brady got to throw 58 times to get to get 16 points, you're not a good offense. <laughs> Let me. I'm, I'm, you're not a good offense. He threw for 58. Times and only got 16 points. If I'm expect, if I had seen Tom Brady through for 58 times, and he completed 30, well, he completed 36 times, I'm expecting Tom Brady had about 34 points. Yes, 16. And then his people on TV, radio. Tom, people on a couple people on TV talking about how Brady could make it. I thought between the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I thought Brady and the Buccaneers will be the team that could get they get themselves get themselves going. And the thing what's crazy is they're back in first place in in the sorriest ass division in football at four and five. Like they back in first place, tied for first place technically, but back in first place at that. I 
I, I just, I don't, I don't see what everybody else sees in Tampa Bay. The Rams suck. There's no reason. And I never rephrase that. Tampa Bay don't have a pass rush. There's no reason why you didn't have a pass rush. Dallas got into the Rams' ass. So did the Buffalo Bills. So did the 49ers, not once, but twice. That was four of their five losses. Twice to the, to the 49ers, to the Cowboys, and to the Bills. And you're their one loss that didn't really have a pass rush. A true pass rush. Not, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a horrible game. <laughs> the last two Super Bowl teams under 500, horrible, trash. I ain't giving nobody praise. That's my first, that's my one thought of this game. I ain't giving nobody praise in this game. Tom Brady threw for 58 times and he only got 16 points. I'll be damned. All right, y'all. <laughs> Listen. Sunday night game went to overtime. Hey, guess what? You want to know what the score was? 20-17. Uh, <laughs> but let me let me be honest with y'all. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, Patrick Mahomes, we want to talk about Tom Brady. Uh, passing 58 times and only got 16 points. Hell, Mahomes passed 10, 10 more times, completed six, what, about six, seven more, more completions than Tom Brady did and threw for almost double what he threw and got the same amount of touchdowns. And guess what? He had one, he had Four points more than Tom Brady. He threw for four, six, 68 times and only had 20 points. But you know why? And here's a true reason why. I think I think Tampa Bay is reeling because they are shell of themselves. The Chiefs only doing that because they really can't run the ball consistently. They just can't. Pat, Patrick Mahomes... Throwing 60 times is not, and I repeat, is not a good re recipe for, for the rest of the season for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. It's just not. They 6-2. They got the win. I know it matters. Hey, you got the win. Let's move on. Survive in advance. I get it. But, and actually, I got a thoughtful for the other team, too. Y'all need a quarterback. <laughs> um, Malik, Malik, hey, Malik, realize Sunday, yo, this ain't college now. You're in the NFL. Welcome to the NFL. He has his first welcome to the NFL moment. Chris Jones, Carlos Dunlap, the rookie, Carl Carl Lactivus. They got his high part. See, that defense, see, the Kansas City front four, did what Tampa Bay should have did to the Rams. And they didn't do that. But that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Tampa Bay gonna realize they ain't who they thought. Hey, hey, you are not who we thought you were. Trash, you're trash. 
Kansas City, look, Titans going to win the division by default. It, Titans are probably going to win the division with 10 games. They're going to win 10 games, win the division, go to the playoffs as a fourth seed. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs pretty much was in battle for the second to third seed in, in, in the AFC. And honestly, the way the AFC, the AFC East looking, uh, Kansas City needed this win more than anybody else in the conference. Because the AFC East, they are now the second best conference in, in, in the league, right behind the NFC East. Let 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 that let that sizzle in your spirit. Yeah, I see yeah. Let it sizzle in your spirit. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. Listen, that, that that was my one thought on these games and stuff like that. Y'all gonna get my one thought uh with my prediction for each game for week ten later in this later in the week and stuff like that. Um that was fun. And I will be back tomorrow with college. And uh, <laughs> uh y'all think today was fire. Wait till tomorrow. I got some fire for y'all. And I got I got some words, choice words for about one program in the SEC. They need certain fans need to hear this. And I need people to share it to anybody and everybody that knows college that likes or knows or loves college football. Because what I'm about to say to one particular team in the SEC, you're gonna think I'm being real disrespectful. But it's the god awful truth though. I said it two years ago. Nobody, nobody thought I was. Everybody thought I was, I was playing. Everybody thought I was joking. Everybody thought I, I was tripping. Now you think I ain't tripping? Okay, yeah, yeah, hey, y'all think I, y'all thought I was tripping two years ago? Yeah, now y'all be like, hmm, he made a point. Oh right, yeah, I'm out of here. Y'all be good. Y'all stay safe and dangerous. One time.